ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the Abibitor State of the Union podcast. Uh, we've completed the 2039 season, and we are ready to go with the playoffs. Um, so we'll take a look and see how everybody finished up. Uh, all five teams got into the playoffs. <clears throat> um, so we'll kind of see how everybody got there, um, how they finished up in their division, and kind of what the matchups might look like running through the playoffs. Um, starting with the Cleveland Browns, over the last quarter of the season, the Browns went undefeated at 4-0. Uh, they defeated the Oakland Raiders in Oakland, beat their division rival Ravens in at home. Uh, in a big Week 16 matchup that had some playoff implications, they beat the Chiefs in KC 45-24. Uh, we'll talk about that game here in a little bit. Um, then they finished off the season at home against the Broncos. Um, I do believe that the Browns won their division. Um, we'll take a look at that here in a minute, too. Um, but really, the biggest game during that stretch for them was that Monday nighter in Kansas City. Um, at that point in time, both teams had the same record. Um, winner got the two seed, loser got the third seed. Um, so since they won, Browns got the two, Chiefs got three. Um, either way, neither neither position was really in doubt. They weren't going to fall any farther than those two spots, depending no matter how that game turned out. Because um, I think the next closest team to the Chiefs was three or f- was at least three games behind the Chiefs. So that kind of kind of solidified the top three spots. Uh, moving on to look at the Chiefs. Over the last quarter of their season, the Chiefs went 3-1, and one, that lone blemish being that home loss to the Browns. Um, they picked up wins over the Ravens on the road, Vikings on the road, and then finished off Week 17 on the road in Cincinnati uh, and defeated the Bengals. Um, so can pretty good second half of the season for the Chiefs, considering at the halfway point it was pretty in doubt if they were going to be going to make the playoffs because they were two games out of their division and things were not looking good. Um, they had a great second half of the season. Um, really, the only loss over the last half of the season was that loss to the Browns. Um, so could mean really good things in the future for the Chiefs. Um, as it stands for both the Chiefs and the Patriots, the Browns are the team that they're going to have to get through when the playoffs roll around anyway. Um, uh, the Chiefs have had a little bit more success against the Browns than the Patriots have, but the Browns are kind of getting back to their DK Metcalf days where their receivers just have ridiculously good release numbers at the line of scrimmage. And sometimes it almost seems like no matter what you do on defense, you can't cover them even if you have you know good decent players that aren't in the 70s moving on to look at the Patriots through the last quarter of the season the Patriots uh, went undefeated oh nope they went last quarter of the season they went 2-1-1 they had a divisional tie with the Bills 
Um, I believe we talked about last time about some of the weirdness going on in that division with the amount of ties that they had. Um, so we'll, when we get to the division standings, we'll kind of see if there were any more or not. Um, so after that, they picked up a win on the road in Tennessee over the Titans. Uh, they lost at home to the Dolphins in Week 16 and then beat the Colts in Week 17. Um, Patriots by far um, had the one seed locked up. They would have had to have lost at least all three of those. All, they would have to have lost three of the last four games, I think, for the Browns to have overtaken them or you know, even with an outside possibility of the Chiefs creeping up to get that number one seed. Um, another excellent year for the Patriots. Um, I think right now their success kind of depends on Thornhill. Um, once he's gone, might be a different story for him when they start we'll have to get a, a new quarterback. Um, but sticking with the AFC, let's look at how the you know standings finished up. Um, and then we'll take a look at the final picture for the playoffs. Uh, starting with the AFC North, the Browns won that division with a final record of 12 and four. Uh, the Bengals came in second at nine and seven. I do not believe nine and seven was good enough for them to make the playoffs. Um, but we'll take a look at that. So you know the Browns kind of once again won their division going away. Um, as they seem to do more often than not. Uh, moving on to the AFC East, the Patriots won their division, um, as they seem to do really the last few years. The Dolphins have been the only competition they've really had, and it looked that way earlier in the year that it would be that case again, and then the Dolphins kind of faded through the second part of the season. Um, so the Patriots won the division at 12-3 and and 1. Dolphins came in second at 9-5-2. and um, Apparently the AFC East didn't want to win games this year with the amount of ties that they had. Um, that division alone had seven ties. Um, Patriots only had one. Each other team had two. Um, thank God we don't get that many ties in real life because that would be... At least for me, that would be kind of boring and annoying. Um, moving on to the AFC West, uh, the Chiefs won their division at eleven and five. Uh, the Chargers came in second at nine and seven. Um, the Raiders, at one at about the midway point of the season, were leading this division. Um, from the looks of it, they finished with a record of four eleven and one. So they did not win a game. It looks like the second half of the season. Um, so that's kind of. It's kind of quite the turnaround from starting out the way they did to losing every game for the rest of the year. Uh, I don't know if injuries played a role in that. I know some of the early season struggles for the Chiefs could be put down to injury because they played the first three games of the year without their starting quarterback and then missed their number one receiver for the first seven games of the season or something like that. Um, so not real sure what happened to the Raiders, but yeah, at one point the Broncos were the worst team in this division and they ended up in third. Um, so, uh, Chargers, I do believe, at 9-7 and seven have a, had a chance. Well, it looks like they did make the playoffs, so they were one of the wildcard teams. Um, taking a look at that, for the AFC, uh, Patriots and Browns finished 1-2. and two. 
Um, if the Patriots didn't have that tie and had picked up a fourth loss along the way and not a 13th victory, the Browns would have gotten the one seed due to their um, regular season win over the Patriots. Um, Chiefs came in at number three at 11 and five. Uh, the Dolphins came in at number four. Or no, the Dolphins would have been number five. Chargers would have been number six. And the fourth seed went to the Tennessee Titans, who won the AFC South at eight and seven and one. Um, so, kind of after the Patriots, Browns, and Chiefs, there's a couple of games separation between the, those three teams and the rest of the AFC. Um, not sure. You know, the Dolphins had two ties, so they were at nine and five. Not real sure if those, you know, you can't tell what their record would have been like. They would either have been finished at nine and seven or ten and or eleven and five. You're not, you know, just don't know. That would have put them because they didn't play the Chiefs this year, so that could have made things interesting for the three and four seeds right there. Um. Had a couple other teams at 9-7 and seven that had chances to get in, in the Steelers and the Bengals. Um, for the Chargers to get that last wild card spot means they had, I do believe that means they beat both the Bengals and the Steelers because the West played the AFC North this year. Um, and for the wild card spots, it looks like there were some, Looks like the Colts, Jets, and Ravens were also kind of in the mix. And then after them, nobody had more than five wins. Um, so, really, for this season at least, the Patriots, Browns, and Chiefs were the cream of the crop, so to speak. Uh, and then it was a little bit muddied after that. Um, but it looks like going into the playoffs, um, Patriots and Browns have the buys. Uh, the Chiefs will get... The second wildcard team, which would be the Chargers, which means the Dolphins and Titans will face off in the wildcard round. Um, and we'll take a look at how those games, how the playoffs have kind of started off to this point after looking at the NFC. For the NFC, over the last quarter of the season, the Packers went undefeated more than likely um no they didn't over the last quarter of the season the Packers went two and two uh they picked up road wins a road win over the Saints a home loss to the Cowboys a road loss and a big matchup with the Cardinals uh more than likely that probably decided who got the one seed and the two seed in the NFC uh, and then in week 17 they picked up a home win over the Raiders um so not a bad not a bad second half of the season for the Packers or season overall. Um they were missing one of their rookie wide receivers all year, but I believe he was like a seventy two overall, so you're not real sure where he was on the depth chart. Um But two and two is not a bad finish to the season. Like I said for the Packers, that Cardinals game had some Kind of like the Chiefs-Browns had implications on a seeding. Um, it really wasn't going to determine who was in the playoffs. It just was going to determine who got which spot. Um, moving on to the Panthers. 
through the last quarter of the season, the Panthers went three and one. Um, they had road wins over the Eagles, division road win over the Saints, a division road lost to the Falcons, and a home win over the Saints. Um, I know that division race was pretty tight, and I do believe it, the that Falcons game probably decided that division. Um, well, actually, I know it did because of the earlier loss to the Falcons. Um, that gave the Falcons the division. Um, but I think the Panthers, even then, were still sitting pretty good for a while for one of the wild card spots, um, which they obviously got because all five teams made the playoffs. Um, looking at the NFC, as far as final standings went, the Packers won their division at ten and five. Uh, the Lions were the second place team in that division at eight and seven. Uh, they made the playoffs as a wild card. Um, and looking at the NFC South, uh, the Falcons and Panthers both finished ten and six. But due to the Falcons' two victories over the Panthers, uh, Falcons got the division. Um, but the Panthers get in as the wild card. Um, I believe the Panthers were probably the no. They would have been the first wild card team. The Lions would have been the second. Um, so we'll go take a look at the overall NFC standings. Uh, so for the NFC, the Cardinals got the one seed at 13 and three. Uh, Packers got the two seed at 10 and five and one. Uh, Falcons get the three seed at 10 and six, followed by the Cowboys getting the fourth seed at 10 and six. Panthers got the first wild card at 10 and 6, and then the Lions at 8 and 7 took the second wild card spot. Um, so let's see. The Panthers would have taken on the Cowboys. We'll have to travel to Dallas to take on the Cowboys, and the Lions will travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons for the wild card round in that division. Um, before we get into the playoffs we'll go kind of take a look at the injury reports and see if there might be any injuries that would have played that might play a factor for the playoffs um starting off with cleveland uh nobody injured for them i do believe they made it through the whole season without an injury on their team at all um kansas city is healthy going into the playoffs the Patriots are missing a right outside linebacker with a shoulder tear. Um, he's out for three more weeks. Um, so he more than likely is going to miss the playoffs. Even with the Patriots having that first round bye. Um, getting in their first game would be the divisional round. Um, so he would be... Yep, he would miss the rest of the postseason. So, um, 76 overall right outside linebacker, I would guess, makes him a backup. Especially at 26. Um, and knowing the Patriots, that's probably exactly what he is. Um, so, may not be a big loss to them. Uh, but we'll find out going forward. Uh, for the NFC, for the Packers, the Packers have a second injury to their 
list. The first one is still there, that um, young rookie wide receiver, Harvey Norton. Um, he's still got 26 weeks to go. Um, but added to the list is their rookie halfback, Jerome Burrell. Well, this might be his second year. Um, either way, uh, fractured kneecap, and he is out for 22 weeks. Um, I'm not sure if that injury happened before the end of the regular season or um, well, it must have because they got a bye, so they haven't played yet. Um, so that more than likely isn't going to really hurt the Packers. I mean, it's going to hurt the Packers, but not to the extent that it will probably really slow them down a whole lot. Um, but we'll, we'll see in their divisional round game, depending on who their opponent is, if that makes a different, plays a role in that game or not. Um, before we get into the playoff games, uh, I'm going to do a quick recap of the Chiefs-Browns game from Week 16. Um, as we said, that was a Browns victory. It was a pretty pretty cleanly played game on both sides of the ball. Um, kind of as I alluded to earlier, you know, back when kind of we first started this and the Browns had DK Metcalf. Uh, DK Metcalf kind of turned into, I, I'm not really sure, <laughs> not really sure how to really describe what he was other than on any given, any given play or down, it didn't really seem to matter what defense you had called Metcalf could get open just running a streaker out down the sideline. Um, it didn't seem to matter if you knew it was coming or not, you'd, even if you cheated with a tried to cheat your safety over to help cover it, it just you know didn't seem to really make much of a difference. Um, mix now nah, currently for the Browns, they've got some superstar to X Factor wide receivers now that not only have good have a good ability to release off the line if they're pressed, they've got some speed too. Um, just kind of looking at the stats for this game, um, the Browns had 502 offensive yards to the Chiefs 288. Um, rushing yards were heavily in the Chiefs' favor at 159 to 28. Um, this was a little bit surprising, partially because the Browns, the last few years with their running backs, have done you know pretty well with the screen game. And even, you know, the last couple of years with their young running back, they've done a pretty good job of getting him yards from, from the line of scrimmage and, you know, opening holes for him to run through. Um, so that was a good good step for the Chiefs defense to hold him 20 yards rushing. The bad side of that, though, was the 474 passing yards they gave up um, to the Chiefs' 129. Um, as I said, it just... Nothing, nothing that the Chiefs did, you know, mixing coverages or anything seemed to make a difference, um, which, you know, as a user is very frustrating when, you know, you can, we've, we've played enough now that it's like you have a pretty good idea of, you know, when certain things are coming and then you think you've called a defense that, you know, may not necessarily stop it, but will at least, you know, slow it down and prevent a touchdown and then there's a wide receiver running 
wide open down the sideline that you know somebody should be should be covering um kind of you know really does make it hard to win when that's what's going on um like i said for at least the chiefs offense it was very usually if the chiefs are going to have any success at all no turnovers or at least limiting their turnovers is usually the key to having at least a decent game um they only had one each team had one uh the difference in the turnovers was casey's interception was a pick six returned for a touchdown um Nixon for the Chiefs did throw an early interception that I think maybe turned into a touchdown, but it didn't really. I mean, he limited it to the one turnover. Um, he only threw for one touchdown, um, but uncharac- kind of uncharacteristically for the Browns, they gave up 159 yards rushing, um, and I do know they gave up one rushing touchdown, I believe, and it, on a long run. Um, kind of looking at some of the individual stats, uh, like I said, Gonzalez finished with 487 yards, five touchdowns, and the one interception. Um, he was only sacked one time. Uh, on the other side, Nixon for the Chiefs threw for 148, one touchdown, one interception, and was sacked three times. Um, the other kind of, at least for me offensively, sometimes the frustrating thing is is knowing that, you know, that pinch zero blitz is coming and thinking you've got it all you know you've got time to get rid of the ball real quick to a receiver and then all of a sudden there's a defender hitting you basically as the ball's hitting your hands from the snap uh it's kind of annoying and frustrating and you know very unrealistic but you know it's a video game so <laughs> weird weird things gonna happen when you code things into a game um for the running game uh Irwin for the Browns had 26 yards rushing on nine carries and a touchdown. Uh, Strong for the Chiefs had 15 carries for 135 yards and a touchdown. Um, His touchdown came on a long run that he um, broke out. I don't remember exactly how long it was. Um, For the Chiefs, Nixon tossed in three carries for 24 yards. And then for the Browns, their fullback, Rashad Lacey, had one carry for two yards. Um, receiving wise, uh, for the Browns, like I said, they just seem to turn out really good wide receivers year in and year out. Even if they, you know, trade them away, they tend to get guys that are, they develop them real quickly. Um, I know earlier this year they traded for Jamar Jeffries, um, who's a rookie. He had nine catches for 245 and four touchdowns. Uh, followed by Sharp, who had three for 120 and one touchdown. Um, for the Chiefs, their highest receiver was their best, Matthias Wright, who had five catches for 55 yards. Uh, their rookie wide receiver, Pearson Key, had five for 48 and a touchdown. Um, their tight end caught three passes. Uh, Strong caught a pass. But, yeah, when you're giving up, four touchdowns and you know basically all of their receiving yards to two receivers and all their touchdowns to those same two receivers that's not a good recipe for winning um like i said between the two the interceptions thrown by each quarterback um gonzalez was worse because it was a pick six um and it took points off it could have been points on the board for the 
Browns. It was down in the red zone. I do believe they were on the five or inside the five, and he tried to throw an out route, I believe probably to Jeffries. Um, and Chiefs were able to pick it off, and there was nobody between the corner and the end zone. Um, otherwise, yeah, those the Jeffries and Sharp pretty much, you know, got whatever they wanted as far as their routes and the yardage. Um, so, kind of from an from an offensive standpoint, it was a pretty clean game for both sides. It's just those receivers of the Browns are hard to cover and stop. Um, the really frustrating thing is, is you know, for the last couple of years, the Chiefs have done a pretty decent job of, you know, limiting that, and then to you know, kind of sort of take this big step back, especially with a potential matchup coming up in the playoffs, is you know, kind of disheartening. I mean, in the entire time we've done this, the Chiefs haven't beaten the Browns, and it's probably not looking like they're going to. We only got about ten years to go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, looking at the looking at the playoffs to this point, we've made it into the divisional round. Um, in the wild card round, uh, the for the AFC, the Chargers traveled to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs in a rematch of the AFC of an AFC West division rivalry. Uh, this would be the third time those two teams have played this year. Uh, it was a 38-3 Kansas City win. Um, they got three three interceptions out of the Chargers quarterback. Um, put up some decent yards rushing uh, between Nixon and Strong. Um, so good win for the Chiefs. Uh, the Lions traveled to Atlanta to play the Falcons and won. Um, so they, I believe, will move on to play the Cardinals. Uh, Dolphins traveled to, New York, to Tennessee to play the Titans, and the Titans won that game 29-20. And then in the other wild card game for the NFC, it was Panthers traveling to Dallas to play the Cowboys, and the Panthers won. Um, taking a look at the divisional round, uh, the Titans will travel to New England to take on the Patriots. The Lions headed to Arizona. Kansas City will be traveling to Cleveland. And the Panthers will be traveling to Lambeau to play the Packers. Um, looks like most of those... I think the Patriots-Titans game might be going on right now. Or actually, it's completed. So the Patriots won. They're moving on to the AFC Championship. Um, more than likely, barring some weird unforeseen miracle on the part of the Chiefs. The Browns will be facing the Patriots in the AFC Championship game um, with then more than likely the Browns moving on to the Super Bowl again. Um, for the NFC, the Cardinals will probably take care of the Lions. And then um, Packers-Panthers, kind of hard to call at this point. Um, Either way, the winner of that game will win the NFC Championship and take on the Browns in the Super Bowl. Um, not really sure, outside of flipping a coin, how to really pick who might win that Panthers-Packers game. Um, they've been... I don't think they played in the regular season this year, so I don't really have a barometer this year of those two teams to see who might have the edge this time around. 
Um, I'll probably lean toward the Packers, though, since they're at home and had the better record. Um, although, with them missing that, missing their running back, you're not that might pose a difficulty for them in that game. Um, but like I said, whoever wins that game, I'm sure will beat the Cardinals in the NFC Championship and then take on the Browns in the Super Bowl. Um, until somebody beats them, I'm just going to say the Browns will win the Super Bowl because you know. Uh, the Packers haven't been able to do it in the last few years, and they're the only team that's beaten the Browns in the Super Bowl multiple times. Um, so, yeah, until somebody actually beats them, I'm just gonna say the Browns will probably be in the playoff, be in the Super Bowl every year, and probably win until somebody can figure out how to knock them off, or you know something else happens to take them out of the. Either they miss the playoffs or somebody comes up with a good enough game plan to beat them. Um, so that's kind of where we are now. Um, so excited, some exciting football to come up with these divisional games, um, and then the championship games, and then the Super Bowl. Uh, don't know if that'll all get done this weekend, or it'll be the first part of next week before we're finished. Um, but congratulations to everyone for making the playoffs. Um, it's kind of nice when everybody gets in and nobody has to spend the entire offseason just kind of sitting there watching and waiting. Um, I think that'll I think that'll wrap up this show. Um, again, if you have any questions or you know any anything else you might want to know um, from injury standpoints, um, like anything about recovery processes for certain injuries or why certain injuries take longer than others to you know, for people to recover from, um, let me know. Um, otherwise we will see you when this Super Bowl's over.